afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and it is it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, May 6th. This episode drops tomorrow. So that's where we're at. Getting a getting a late uh, jump on recording. I'm by myself. Everyone in the house is busy. No one wants to sit in. Although we have uh, we have a cat uh, very close by, but uh, Fila is off mic today, and always always off mic. She actually just looked at me when I said her name. She like looked at me like, "Why are you talking to me?" I'm trying to sleep. Um. So what do we got going? We got title fight round two. The Monday uh, bonus episode was just going to be too too long, so. Split it up this week. Still have episodes in the can. Next Thursday, you will hear young Kyle Dotson will be back as producer and co-host. But for now, I got a bunch of uh, I got a bunch of bouts. I got a bunch of bands going to go up against each other. If you don't know what title fight is, where have you been? We've done it many, many times. It's when we take two songs that have the same title. And they go head-to-head in the ring. They're different songs, but they have the same title. And that's what we're doing. And then today, I will be the uh, judge, jury, and executioner of these songs. So, plenty of bouts to fill up uh, easily a two-hour episode today. So let's get on with it, because it's just me talking. Here we go. Tonight's title fight is brought to you by Are You Ready? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to St. John's Arena in Columbus, Ohio. I'm your ring announcer, Jerry Riggs. Tonight's main event features two classics. In the left corner, weighing in around a half ton, wearing jeans, t-shirts, and a schoolboy uniform, all the way from Australia, causing all that rock and roll noise pollution, the live wire themselves, ACDC. In the right corner, weighing a few Guinnesses shy of a half ton, wearing all black, including black leather pants, metal studded belts, from the Emerald Isle, Ireland, the Warriors, Thin Lizzy. So ask yourself one question. Are you ready? Here's ACDC. Are you ready? comes Thin Lizzy. Are you ready to dance? Are you ready to rip it up? Do you know what I'm talking about? 
First of all, bravo to Jerry Riggs for an excellent, excellent intro to his bout. Are you ready? From 1990, The Razor's Edge. This album was uh, a comeback, kind of. It was a big album, I believe, produced by Bruce Fairbairn. And, you know, ACDC's uh, albums, a couple of albums before that, weren't, weren't great. They needed a big album. And then they got it with The Razor's Edge. That one had Thunderstruck on it and just a great album. And then up against Are You Ready, which is a Thin Lizzy song that only appears on Live and Dangerous. If there's a studio version of that song, I don't know of it. So please tell me if I'm wrong. So I uh, definitely enjoy uh, Thin Lizzy more as a band. Uh, I do like them better than ACDC, but, but I got to give this to ACDC cause that's such a great song and, um, you know, it's just a killer track. So the winner for me is, are you ready by ACDC? All right, moving right along here. The next bout, uh, it happens sometimes and it's happening right now. Uh, two listeners pick the exact same bout. The same band against the same band and the same song against the same song. So what we're going to do is we're going to hear both intros and then into the first song. Are you ready? Oh, no, that was the last song. Okay, here we go. Hi, Pat. This is Mike Wiles from Naperville, Illinois. My title fight songs are two songs called Congratulations. In this corner, you have Congratulations an obscure cut from the Rolling Stones' second album, 12 by 5. And in this corner you have Congratulations, a deep cut from the Traveling Wilburys' first album, sung by Lucky Wilbury, also known as Bob Dylan. Both songs take sarcastic jabs at their jilted lovers. I hope you enjoy this title fight and may the best song win. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Colton Lillico from Vancouver, Canada. I'm Ian Wolf, And I'm Sahil Singh. We're the hosts of a new show, The Traveling Wilburys Podcast, where we explore the great music of the best rock supergroup, The Traveling Wilburys. So if you're a fan of The Wilburys and the music of Nelson, Otis, Lefty Lucky, and Charlie T. Jr., please give us a follow on Twitter or Facebook, at Wilburys Podcast. Our debut episode will be dropping next week. Okay, so we're here to bring you a title fight. So, I thought we'd better include a Wilburys track. For our title fight, we have... Congratulations by the Traveling Wilburys. On the other side, it's the Rolling Stones' B-side, one of their early compositions. The song points to the direction of the Stones' mid-60s acoustic ballads like Lady Jane and Play With Fire. So, who does it better? More importantly, who pronounces congratulations better? Well, it's not up for me to decide. I know where my heart lies, but I have to hand it back to Pat. Let's fight! Congratulations! Congratulations! 
Okay, here come the traveling Wilburys. Versus the Traveling Wilburys. And that's a tough one, too. I do like both of those songs. Got to give the edge, though, to the Traveling Wilburys. Come on, they only have two albums. You got to give them something. The Stones have 30 albums. And that's a great song. And I, I do like uh, Dylan's vocal on that. And um, I like how the guy slipped in a, a little promo for their podcast. So uh, go follow them on Twitter. And if you're a big Traveling Wilburys fan, give that podcast a listen. See if they're uh, see if they're doing your favorite band uh, justice. That's what I got to say. All right, next up, who do we got here? Ah, here we go. Are you ready? You ready for this next bout? I don't have any bouts today. There's so many from the listeners. I'm just letting it fly. Pilar said I shouldn't even talk. I should just uh, I should just click up. Uh, play and let the whole playlist play out but i told her i have to fade the songs down and maybe crack wise plus i have to judge i have to uh i have to decide who wins all right here we go next bout hello pat this is stephen perry getting in touch with you from sydney australia i'm a long time listener first time contributor to the show also a new patreon subscriber as well the title fight matchup i have for you is an all irish affair one of the bands hailing from Dublin and the other from Belfast. The song is Gloria. The bands are U2, of course, from Dublin, and Them from Belfast. Featuring, of course, Van Morrison. Thank you, Pat. Enjoy the show. Keep up the good work. Stay safe and healthy. Bye for now. Let's move on to YouTube. 
So before the U2 song kicked in, I was definitely going to choose them because uh, it's a classic. I was going to uh, you know, choose Gloria by them. But then as the U2 version kicked in, their Gloria, I got to kind of come down with that one because what I asked myself was, I said to myself, I said, Pat, if you can only live with one of those songs, you can only have one of those songs until the end of time, which one would, which one would you take? Which version? And I would take U2s. So that's it. I know the other one's a classic, but I'm, uh, I'm sticking with U2. I'm sure this will call, cause controversy among the listeners. All right, this is a gentleman who's been on the show many times. He's here for us right now. He's going to try to tell you he's a doctor, please, uh, ladies and men, but especially ladies, please, 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 he's, uh, he's not a doctor. Here we go. Hello, everyone. West Anthony here. I'll wait. Well, now that everyone else has stampeded to the skip button, I can speak to the four remaining people who can still stand the sound of my voice. Hello, Joe, Carrie, Stevo, and Squinky. My title fight is a new wave hit from the 80s versus a garage rock hit from the 60s. Both songs are called Lies, which has nothing to do with all the television I've been watching. The first one is from Thompson Twins, the UK synth-pop band who named themselves after the twin detectives in the Tintin comics I read back when I was a kid. Yeah, all right, I still have a bunch of them. Their song got up to number 30 on the Billboard charts in 1983. The second one is from a New Jersey band called the Knickerbockers, who wrote their song in a half an hour in a desperate attempt to come up with something that sounded British Invasion-y. They succeeded like crazy. Their single went to number 20 on the charts in 1965, helped no doubt by the fact that a lot of people thought it was the Beatles. Unlike Thompson Twins, the Knickerbockers never had another Top 40 hit, but they're still revered by garage rock enthusiasts all over this world. And others... I don't understand Why promises are snapped in two Words are made to bend Bigger, better Some stolen from Japan Collected from around the world Catch you if they can Here come the Knickerbockers.
Okay, this is simple. It couldn't get easier for me. I do not like the Thompson Twins. Never liked the Thompson Twins. Didn't like any of their hits. <laughs> Didn't like them when they were popular, when they were all over MTV. Hated them. Hate it. Hate, hate, hate the Thompson Twins. And I've never heard that Niggerbocker song before. So, And that sounded great. It did sound like the Beatles. So uh, I'm, I'm right there with the Knickerbockers. That's the winner for me. So sorry to all of our uh, Thompson Twin fans. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. I do not like the Thompson Twins. Did I make that clear? Did people understand that? All right. Here's our next bout. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Ryan Howell from Marion, Indiana. Before I get started tonight, I just wanted to thank you, Pat, for doing these episodes. I've really enjoyed all the listener submissions. But tonight's title is Animal. In one corner, we have one member of the big four grunge rock bands Pearl Jam off of their 1993 album Versus. I think this album shows a lot of Pearl Jam's versatility. You have the mid-tempo rockers like Animal, but you also have the low dynamic acoustic numbers like Daughter and Elderly Woman Behind a Counter in a Small Town, which might be the longest Pearl Jam song title ever. If anyone is asking me where to start with Pearl Jam, I always give them this album. It's a great start for the band. And in the other corner, we have the Neon Trees, a pop rock band from Utah with their version of Animal off of their debut album, Habits. If you turned on Top 40 Radio in 2010, you would hear the song all the time. It's super catchy, super hooky. I love it. Good luck to both of the fighters, and thank you so much, Pat. on trees. Here we go. I feel like I'm going to make enemies all day today, the whole show. I actually just listened to the new Pearl Jam album uh, today called Gigaton. I did like it. I liked it very much. I do like Pearl Jam. They're not like um, a go-to band for me. I'm not a fanatic for them. But I do not really care for that animal song, that Pearl Jam song. I don't know. I can't understand what he's singing. Uh, that sounds like an old man. I can't understand what the kids are singing. It just, uh, it's just a bunch of noise. Uh, and that, uh, that Neon Tree song is so much fun. 
So I'm coming down on uh, on the side of the Neon Trees from 2010 and their version of Animal. That's how it goes. That's what it's, that's what it is. It is what it is. All right. That's all. Moving on. Moving on to this is a guy in emails I always call him the wrong name. His name's Kevin. Let's hear what he's got to say. Another bout on Rock Solid. Hey, Pat Rock Solid listeners. It's Kevin Winch from Springfield, Missouri. No, it's not that Kevin or even the other Kevin. I don't know why parents decide to name Kevin. Their son's Kevin in the 60s. Anyway, my submission for the title fight probably has the fewest letters of any contestant. My title is simply Go. Now, a boxing wrestling ring has four corners, so I thought, why not four contenders? Weeding off. It's from 1984. It's Tones on Tail with their version of Go. Tones on Tail is a side project of Daniel Ash of Bajas. It's been played on Rock Solid before, and it's been in commercials and movies, most notably in uh, the high school dance reunion scene of Gross Point Blank. So play that funky music, Pat. contestant comes from the Twin Cities in Minnesota. They're rowdy, they're drunk, they're the replacements, and they were covered in episode 396 with Carly Anderson. In 1982, their stinky PT came out and it had the song Go. It's pretty angry, so here it comes. Contestant is from New York. She's been sub by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and she has a husband with a weird nickname who likes to say, Oh, buddy. Of course, it's Pat Benatar. And her last studio album was in 2002, and it was titled Go. Now, even though the uh, album barely cracked the top 200, 
This might be one of my favorite Pat Benatar songs. Turn it up, Pat. Pick yourself up. Get yourself moving. Don't turn around. Just keep on going. and maybe least, we have the supergroup Asia. And in 1985, their Astra album came out with the lead single, Go. I think you have four worthy contenders. Uh, I anxiously await your decision. All right. Now, this was a, a battle royale in the ring. We had uh, many people who have snubbed uh, <laughs> Pat Francis, speaking in the third. Uh, who snubbed me for an autograph? We have Pat Benatar, Neil Gerardo, John Wetton. These people have snubbed me. So I really got to think about this. I got to think about how I'm going to decide this. First of all, that uh, Tones on Tail song is very cool. Like that a lot. Uh, also like that replacement song. That sounded real good in the headphones today. The Pat Benatar song, when that album came out, I believe the album is also called Go. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Kevin said that. I um, Yeah, I just didn't, uh, I, I didn't listen to that enough to where it like had an impact on me or sat with me. Maybe I should go back and revisit it. And then... For Asia, the Astra album, I was so into Asia at that point. Anything they released, you know, that was their third album. That one did not have Steve Howe on it. He was replaced by Mandy Mayer. And uh, and I just I, I just love that Asia album. I love all, all three of those first uh, Asia albums. So I'm going to say I got to pick Asia because I still like Asia today. Even when I saw the 40-year-old virgin and Steve Carell's character had the Asia poster in his room, that, uh, that didn't bother me at all. I thought, yeah, cool. That guy likes Asia. I I'm all in on this guy. And then if I'm going to give it to, if there's a second place winner, I'll go with the replacements. And then third, I'll go with Tones. And then I just don't, uh, I just don't like that uh, Benatar song. It rocked. It seemed like it rocked. But just it just leaves me uh, leaves me empty. Don't really care about it. That's all I'm saying. All right, who's next? What are we gonna do here? 
I'm just I'm I'm going through the uh I'm going through the uh the list to see who's gonna be next. Here we go. This will be good. Hey Pat Francis and Rock Solid Nation. It is Jeff Frank checking in with my title fight pick, and I am pitting Aerosmith against Ozzy. And the track is Lightning Strikes. So first up, Aerosmith. This, uh, of course, comes off the 1982 Rock and a Hard Place album. First album to not feature Joe Perry or really Brad Whitford. Uh, although he is rumored to be on the single Lightning Strikes um, before he splits. Um, and this is a co-written track with Richie Supa who went on to have a few other co-writing credits with Aerosmith on tracks like Amazing and Pink. And then Richie went on to also write with Ozzy, which brings us to the next contender uh, off of 1986's Ultimate Sin. This is the last Ozzy record to feature Jakey Lee on guitar, um, but the first to have bassist Phil, Suzanne, and Randy Castillo on drums. So head-to-head -head for me, I got to give it to Ozzy by a whisker. There's just a great groove and guitar riff that starts it off and just continues through the whole track, never lets up. It is a stone-cold jam. So for me, it's Ozzy by a whisker, but look forward to hearing your thoughts. All right, stay frosty. Here comes Ozzy. Here we go. Another easy one for me. When Jeff sent this bout, I immediately uh, I, I immediately knew it would be Aerosmith because Lightning Strikes is one of my favorite Aerosmith songs. And when I read Ozzy Osbourne Lightning Strikes, I, I didn't even know what that was. I, I, I have I have the uh, the Ultimate Sin album. 
That song has never jumped out at me. It must have been the first time I've heard it in 25 years was for this uh, bout today. So, um, and it, that's not my favorite. That's not, a, I just don't like the Ultimates album that much either. Produced by Ron Nevison, but it's, I just feel like it's got a generic uh, production feel to it. Ozzy's voice sometimes just, it feels like, I don't know what, what they're doing to him. Filters, I don't know anything about uh, producing singers, but you know, sometimes it's just, it's just, it's just too much. Uh, Bradley Whitford does play a rhythm guitar on Lightning Strikes. Rock in a Hard Place is a great Aerosmith album also. It's great. It has an unfortunate album cover featuring Stonehenge, especially uh, given that um, Spinal Tap has that whole Stonehenge part in the movie. But this album is better. Uh, you know, it's got Jimmy Crespo and Rick Dufay or the new guys. And it's better than the, than Done With Mirrors, which is the album that the band releases when they, uh, when they get back together. I just love Rock in the Hard Place. I think it's terrific. So uh, Aerosmith, all the way. To me, it's a knockout. It's, it's, it's not even close. So sorry, Jeff. So, so sorry. All right. This next lady, she's co-hosted the show many times. She's a rocker chick. She loves the kiss. She loves the metal. And we love having her on the show. So let's see what this bout is going to be about. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Courtney Cronin Dold. And the two songs that I have chosen to pit against each other for Pat to decide who shall be victorious are two songs with the title Goodbye. The first is from Paul Stanley's 1978 solo album. It's actually the very last track on side two. And the other is from the Seven Wishes album by Night Ranger and was actually a hit song for them. It was a single. um, The other two singles off of this album were Sentimental Street and Four in the Morning, which are also two awesome songs. And the lead vocals on Goodbye are Kelly Keege, who's the drummer, who did the lead vocals on Sentimental Street and Sister Christian and some other great songs of theirs. But I think that... um, Paul Stanley's Goodbye has a, a great melody. It's definitely a rockin' tune. And you and I both agreed it was one of our favorites off of that album, definitely in the top three for both of us. So um, I know this is going to be a tough decision, um, and I'm not trying to throw Night Ranger into the fire by giving you a Paul Stanley solo album song because I know how much you like it, but um, I think these are two great songs and they both have great lyrics. There's terrific melodies and uh, the lead vocals on both. Pretty amazing. So enjoy, Pat. You're going to have a tough time deciding which one of these songs is going to win and which one has to say goodbye. But it's hard to make life on this mountain 
Okay, here comes the star child. songs both called goodbye what do i think of these two songs hmm. this is tough i mean there, there's some uh there's some sketchy rhyming on the paul stanley song chance and dance and lose and use and i mean sometimes the rhyming is just so simplistic in a kiss song and it's um we forgive it even when it's unforgivable because it's Kiss. They got makeup on. They, they don't care about songwriting. Uh, and that Night Ranger song, I mean, for 1985, for, you know, a ballad or a song that might be in a, an 80s movie, you know, that works. But if I have to pay, I have to go with the thing of which, which song do I, do I want for forever? One of these songs I can never hear again and, and one song stays with me. I'm going to have to go with uh, with the Paul Stanley. Definitely. Because it's got a cool groove in the middle. It's got like a cool bass line in there. So, uh, yep. Good good battle. Good bout, Courtney. Thank you so much. But uh, for me, it's Paul. I wonder what Courtney would have picked. All right. Next bout coming up. Greetings, Rock Solid. Travis here from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Not every title fight is a matchup between equals. Sometimes there's an obvious favorite in the match, but you're happy to see, you know, the scrappy underdog competing. Such is with the title fight that I'm putting forward. In this bout is Modern Love. The reigning champion, of course, David Bowie. But the challenger is the scrappy up-and-comer Peter Gabriel off of his first album. All right, Pat? Let it rip. Here comes Peter Gabriel. Hey, I'm feeling so dirty, so clean. 
Okay, here's the deal on this one. That Peter Gabriel song is good, but his voice is buried too far in the mix for me. It's like it's everything else is out front and, and the vocal is is behind everything. Is that a term? The vocal's behind it? And even though I like that Peter Gabriel version of Modern Love, the David Bowie version, I could listen to it nonstop on a loop like a mental patient. That would be a mental patient song for me. So there's, it's hands down David Bowie on that one. And look, you're going to be able to uh, give me Peter Gabriel songs that I will like better than David Bowie songs. Maybe not in a title fight, uh, you know, circumstance. But um, but yeah, for me, you know, David Bowie all the way. All the way. All right. Coming up. Uh, well, let's just hear it. Let's just see what this guy's got for us. Here we go. Pat, my name is James from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I have a three-way battle with the title High Hopes. First from Frank Sinatra, the second from Pink Floyd, and the third from the SOS Band. Three completely different songs, same title, High Hopes. Thanks. Love the show. Beyond the horizon of the place we lived when we were young. In a world of magnets and miracles This is Pink Floyd, by the way. Our thoughts trade constantly and without boundary The ringing of the division bell had begun Band followed in our footsteps, running before time took our dreams away. All right, here comes old dead eyes. Just what makes that little old ant think he'll move that rubber tree plant? Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. He's got high hopes, he's got high apple pie in the sky hopes. So anytime you're getting low, instead of letting go. All right, so the next band that we are supposed to hear from was the SOS band. And James, I'm sorry, I couldn't find that song anywhere. Couldn't find it on Amazon.com, couldn't find it on iTunes. I did as much searching as I could, uh, given all the bouts I had to put together, and I could not find that. So, unfortunately, the SOS band will not get to join in the ring. But, but, we will hear from former guest, and I like to say friend of the show. Here we go. Suddenly they're gone All that is for 
All right, Sammy Hagar against uh, Frank Sinatra and Pink Floyd. Here we go. The Sammy Hagar song was a uh, a new studio track on his 1994 best of called Unboxed. And I like it. It rocks. You know, it's good. I don't know if I like all the lyrics. Uh, the Pink Floyd song comes from the Division Bell. And that's an eight minute long, eight and a half minute epic. And I like that song very much. Uh, the Frank Sinatra. Oh boy. Look. I like Summer Wind. And that's, that's where it ends for me with Frank. I just, I mean, that vocal's terrible on that song. And then who's, what are the background singers? Those kids, I don't like when kids are singing. Don't bring kids into this music. I don't like it. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, Frank got knocked out early. Uh, Sammy kicked him right out of the ring. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of these singers that are easily imitated. Elvis, Frank Sinatra. It's not my thing. I don't like it. So this one, I'm giving it to, uh, to Pink Floyd. Much as I like Sammy Hagar, I, I like this Pink Floyd song better. That's where we're at. You can at me. I don't care. Go ahead. All right. Next up. Everyone, you guys are all doing good too with the uh, with the intros. I like it. Here's another one. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. Michael Van Zant here. I hope everyone's doing well. When Pat said he was going to do another title fight, and this time curated by listeners, I thought, okay, let's blend part of the rock-solid mantra of music, new and classic. And let's try and find a battle where we can have that take place. And I think I've got a good one here. The song I've selected is called Rebel Heart. Now, for the classic side of the corner, we have Rod Stewart. The song is from his 1991 top 10 album, Vagabond Heart. It's the 16th of his storied career that now spans over 30 studio albums. Going up against the classic Rod Stewart, we have the new band called The Shelters. This song comes from their 2015 debut album that was co-produced by one of the most revered and respected artists in American music history, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, and uh, beloved American musician Tom Petty. Uh, Rock and peace, Tom. Tom liked this band so much that he uh, pretty much gave him the keys to his home studio and gave them free reign to come in and work on music, uh, songwriting, hone their skills. Uh, Tom really liked this band and, and was behind them in, in many ways. Um, he let them open up for the Heartbreakers on tour and was most likely going to be working with them uh, in support of their next album, which came out last year. Uh, that second album is called Jupiter Sidecar, and it's a great album. I think it's worth uh, worth a listen. But here are the Shelters and Rod Stewart uh, with their title fight for Rebel Heart.
here come the shelters. Rebel Heart versus Rebel Heart. Thank you, Michael Van Zant. Uh, I do love that Rod Stewart song. It's it's you know it's from 1991. It's uh, maybe kind of cheesy. I don't know. I like it. I love it. Uh, the Shelter song is. Um, I mean, they, these songs are they're separated by what 26 years apart. You know, it's hard. I mean. You know, and that's the first time I've heard that Shelter song. So what, I, I mean, of course people think I'm going to choose Rod Stewart, but that Shelter song was pretty good, produced by Tom Petty. The Shelter's open for Mud Crutch when I saw uh, Mud Crutch with Jeff Tate. And we were just hanging in the lobby. I don't even think we, we watched, watched them. Shame on us. Uh, man, I don't know. It's a draw. I'm going to call it a draw. I don't, I don't feel like it's fair of me to... Uh, to even uh, to even vote, yeah, it's a draw. Michael Van Zant, that's a draw. That's what I'm calling it. All right, let's see what we got next. A couple of a uh, couple of bands I've never heard of. Here we go. For centuries, the Society of the Black Dragon has sanctioned an ancient rite of combat. I am pleased to present Eastern Europe's most feared martial artist. Pat Francis himself. He has been taught the mystic arts of war. I felt like Mike and Murray were yelling at me. He has mastered a thousand years of secrets. God damn it, just, Christ, what are you doing over there? He has learned the way of the ninja. Those guys weren't helpful at all, very mean. Full contact karate, the world's deadliest game, is being kicked apart by the syndicate Soviet mean machine, leaving only one man left to stop him. Pat Francis. This is... Karate by the Emperors. Versus Karate by Baby Here comes baby metal. Yeah. 
no, 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 no. I'm rocking in my seat. I'm I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. I'm wondering. I'm wondering how are the emperors going to beat Baby Metal? The this song is rocking. It's it's it's. There's separation in the headphones. It's amazing. It's killer. And then and then that vocal. Is that a real baby? Is it a baby singing metal? No, no. The emperors. The look. I'm sorry. It's the emperors. Tori did a great job putting your intro together, though. That was uh, that was stellar. I mean, how how did you find all those clips? I mean, have you been have you been marking these uh, since you've been listening to the show, waiting, waiting for a chance to use those? All right, coming up next, uh, friend of the show, he's a good kid. I call him a kid. He's Kyle's age. He's around Kyle's age. Anyone around Kyle's age, I call a kid. So here's the next bout. He did everything for me. He put the songs in it and everything. Just sent me one file. It's got the songs, got the intros, everything. What do you need me for? Here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here, and I've decided to take part in this listener title fight. Now, the title fight I have prepared for you all is between Pink Floyd and Richard Dawson. In one corner, we have Pink Floyd with Apples and Oranges from 1968. In the Rarities episode a few weeks ago, I played the Floyd Rarity Vegetable Man, a Sid Barrett composition that was in consideration to be the band's follow-up single to see Emily play. Instead, this was the song that was released. So from Pink Floyd, this is Apples and Oranges. Got a flip top pack of cigarettes in a pocket feeling good at the top Shopping at shops, she's walking in the sunshine town feeling very cool But the butchers and the bakers and the supermarket stores Getting everything she wants from the supermarket store other corner we have game show legend richard dawson with another song called apples and oranges now i had this song played during the artist never played episode from earlier this year this was a song released around 1967 when dawson was still on hogan's heroes the song was the b-side to a single dawson released with the a-side being a song called his children's parade so from richard dawson here's his version of apples and oranges Apples and oranges Apples and oranges High in the tree I'll pick some for me Apples and oranges Apples, oranges, orange and red Hang high overhead So high and so far, far away All right. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was just a... 
a battle of shit. Jesus. First, I'm going to say this. Richard Dawson sounds better on that song than Meatloaf sounds on that album, Braver Than We Are. Without a doubt. Uh, I don't like either one of those songs. But if I had to choose one, I would choose the Richard Dawson song because at least you can make fun of it. It's funny. You know what I mean? So uh, Richard Dawson wins. He, he just beat Pink Floyd. I don't like that era of Pink Floyd that much. That's not my thing. I own that stuff. It's in my iTunes. Do I listen to it? Not really. Is it there if I need it? Yeah, it's there. I want to own all the music. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to have all the music. Yeah, I know. Spotify has everything. Come on. I know. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Aaron Kahn, by the way. Aaron Kahn. Uh, way to put it together. Way to throw a stinkeroo in there. That's always welcome. All right, let's move on. Let's see what we got. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is David Nickel from Ontario, Canada. I love these listener participation episodes. There are so many great title fight options. It was tough to pick just one. I'm throwing two great punchers from Australia into the ring today. In Excess and the Hoodoo Gurus with their tracks, Good Times. Both tracks are from 1987. Both were singles. And based on the Rock Solid database, I don't believe either of these tracks have been played on the show before. Both songs also include notable guest stars with In Excess joined by Jimmy Barnes and the Hoodoo Gurus backed by the Bangles. These are two of my favorite pop rock bands. Let's get them into the ring, battle it out, and see who takes the decision. Thanks again for the great podcast, Pat. And let's hope everyone can get back to their own good times very soon. A tough, uh, that's a tough battle. Here we go. In excess with Jimmy Barnes. Two Australian heavyweights come together for one great track. It's called Good Times. I call it Great Times. So good. I love that song. Haven't heard it in so long. And then you throw this Hoodoo Guru song in there, which I've never heard. Never. And it's fantastic also. So again, is it a cop-out if I call it a draw? I got to call this one a draw. 
David Nickel, two good songs with the same title. That's a strong title flight. Flight? Tripping over my words today. I refuse to edit it out, though. Sometimes that happens. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, I'm a normal person. All right? People make mistakes. All right, coming up, uh, another person with the last name of Nickel. So I'm assuming possibly related to David or just a coincidence. Let's find out. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Jennifer from Stratford, Ontario. Quick story about me and Billy Idol is that's my first pick for the title fight. Ready, Steady, Go by Generation X versus Paul Oakenfold. In 2001, I went with my husband, David, to see Billy Idol at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver. At the end of the show, after what was one too many drinks, we made a quick exit down the back stairs. In the alleyway behind the club, I was doing some of my very best and loudest impressions of Billy Idol when a hooded figure in front of us turned around and grinned. I pretty much hysterically shouted at him, great show, Billy. He laughed, thanks, and went off on his way. I'm more of an electronic dance fan, so there's a clear winner for me in this title fight. Oh, and shout out to the cackler. Enjoy. Here comes Paul Oakenfield. Oakenfold. to unpack here. First of all, Jennifer Nickel, obviously the wife of David Nickel, unless there's another David Nickel who also listens to the show. Uh, Shout out to the Cackler. I believe that refers to uh, Christy Stratton. Uh, Is that a new Batman villain? The Cackler? Christy's very lovely laugh. Come on, Jennifer, don't make fun of Christy's laugh. We don't. We embrace it. Uh, Generation X, fronted by Billy Idol before he went on to solo fame, and Paul Oakenfold. Uh, The Oakenfold song is good if you like that kind of stuff. 
Again, it reminds me of a song that will play in a, you know, in an eighties uh, cop movie where they go into the club and they're looking for the terrorist who's, you know, in disguise and. It's, it's basically Nighthawks. It's Nighthawks with uh, Billy D. Williams and Sylvester Stallone, and they're looking for Rucker Hauer, and when, when they go in, that's the music that's playing. And that's fine. But for me, uh, the Generation X version of the song, Ready, Steady, Go, that's the one. That's the one that I enjoyed more. So thank you, Jennifer and David, for participating. And now we're moving on. Moving on to a guy who's... Uh, he has an alias. His alias is Hob the Troll. He has an album called Pet Smells. It's almost as good, if not better, than, uh, than Pet Sounds. Here we go. See, now I shouldn't have recorded outside for the first one because now the weather has changed. It is storming. You hear that? Big storm is is on us. And that storm is coming in the form of Mr. Brendan Benson again. This time, he's fighting for dear life, which is the name of the song. Spinning head in a stranger's bed has never really been her style. But she doesn't care, she just needs somewhere to lay down for a while. She can't go home and she can't be alone There's no place in this world But she can tune it out by thinking about that Happy little girl Yeah, now she's hanging on Oh, dear life, dear life Who's got her hanging on Oh, dear life That's, uh, again, Mr. Brendan Benson. And he's going to go up against someone else whose name also starts with a B. Well, uh, their last name, which is, uh, no, their first name. Their first name starts with a B. Beck Hansen. Uh, he was in the band Hansen. Uh, he was kicked out for being a loser. None of that's true. It's raining. Okay. Uh, this song is also called Dear Life. Now you've made two people fight. I hope you're happy. <clears throat> I do like that. I do like that we've made two people fight. I'm not. Uh, I'm not against seeing uh, two uh, two rich musicians throw down. Uh, Brandon Benson, as I've recently learned, thanks to Steve O'Dockerson, is a member of the Raconteurs. I like that band a lot. Beck. Wildly popular. Who's going to win? Should Beck keep winning? He's winning in life. Should he keep winning? I did like his song better. So I'm giving it to Beck Hansen, who was not in Hansen. That was a lie. All right, moving on. This gentleman has also co-hosted the show a couple of times. 
And now he's joining in with a title fight of his own. Let's hear it. Okay, Pat. This is Kevin Hartbarger checking in again from Chicago. And I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, no. The last time that I submitted songs for title fight, Kyle read my name as Keith Hartbarger. And it even shows up that way in the Rock Solid database. Oh, boy. And so I just wanted to say for the record that I'm Kevin, not Keith, and I don't have a long lost brother. So glad I got to set the record straight, get that off my chest. Now, my title fight are two songs called Magic. And there's a lot of great songs called Magic. And I'll give apologies to Bruce Springsteen and The Cars and a few others. My first pick is a song by Mick Smiley. Now, this was on the original Ghostbusters soundtrack, and it plays during the scene in the film where the ghosts were released from confinement back into New York City. Uh, Spoiler alert. uh, Very cool scene. Mick Smiley pretty much disappeared after this song, although he did write Kiss Me Deadly for Lita Ford. But after that, uh, he basically fell off the face of the earth. And then my second pick is... Uh, Magic by Juliana Hatfield, and this is from her uh, Olivia Newton-John cover album from 2018. And I still have a big crush on Juliana from my college days, and I love how she took this uh, cheesy pop song and reinterpreted it as an indie rock banger. Uh, So this should be a great battle, Mick Smiley versus Juliana Hatfield. Good luck to both, and thanks, Pat. Moving on to Juliana Hatfield. Hartbarger. Appreciate it. Love it when Keith participates. Kurt has also been uh, joining in on the uh, weekly Name That Tune games that we've been playing on Zoom. Those are a lot of fun. So uh, thank you very much, Kyle Hartbarger. Much appreciated. All right, let's uh, let's do this. First of all, uh, Mick Smiley from Ghostbusters. Uh, Let's not hide the fact that Ghostbusters, highly overrated movie. Highly, highly overrated. Uh, I'm sitting in the rock room right now. I actually have an autographed copy of the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. 
signed by Harold Ramis. I just wanted to throw that out there and be fancy. Uh, Julianne Hatfield, much like the bird and the bee, has done a couple of covers albums. She's uh, she's covered Living Newton-John. She most recently covered The Police, The Bird and the Bee. They did uh, Hall & Oates and most recently Van Halen. Who am I going to give it to? I know the I know the Julianne Hatfield song as being an amazing Olivia Newton John song, and her version was good. Julianne's was good, but it's a cover song. It feels like a cheat. So um, if Mick Smiley was going up against Olivia Newton John, Mick Smiley goes down. He gets knocked out. But since he's going up against a cover of the song, I'm giving it to Mick Smiley. I don't even remember that song from that uh, from that highly overrated movie called Ghostbusters, but uh, but I did like that song. So good job, good job, much appreciated, Calvin Hartbarger. All right, moving on. This guy is a he's an American hero. He saved lives. Uh, if you need if if you're in need and you need help, this is who you call. I'm not talking about Superman. I'm talking about Tom Neuerberg. Hello, Pat. Hello, Rock Solid listeners and Rock Solid family. This is Tom Neuerberg calling in from the Bay Area. Going to try to contribute to the title fight episode. I think all of us are probably getting a little uh, fed up and stir crazy with uh, the way things have been the last five or six weeks. And times like this, it starts feeling like everything just kind of sucks. But this week... I got a really good phone call from a doctor who could have had good news or bad news for me, and he had good news. So it was really nice to get a phone call with some good news during these hard times, and it was a reminder that even though it seems like things kind of suck, we still do live in a beautiful world. So my title fight for today's episode is Beautiful World. I have a version by Devo and a version by Big Head Todd and the Monsters. So uh, let's listen to them and let me know what you think. Stay safe, everyone. Todd the Monsters. songs with the same title beautiful world 
there's also a great song called Beautiful World that I love by Colin Hay. I think it was used in the TV show Scrubs. It's a great tune. Uh, Tom, that's a good uh, that's a good title fight. Also, Tom, congratulations on getting your good news today. Tom is pregnant with twins. So that's fantastic. Um, I like both of those songs. I'd never heard the Big Head Todd and the Monster song, but I am very, very familiar with the Devo song, and I love that Devo song. So for that reason and that reason only, I'm giving it to Devo. I'm handing it to Devo. The belt, I'm putting it on them. They win. All right. Thank you, Tom. Next bout coming up. Who do we got here? A couple bands I'm not familiar with. Probably going to take a nap during this one. Let's find out. Hey, Pat. Love the show. This is Rob from Washington, D.C. Oh, hi, Rob. There are two very excellent bands that both have songs titled Away. In one corner, The Feelies from their 1988 album Only Life. The video for this song was directed by Jonathan Demme, who was a huge fan of the band. He used them in, in several movies, in fact. In the other corner, it's The Meat Puppets from their 1985 record Up on the Sun, a hugely influential band who, among other things, served as guest musicians on Nirvana's MTV Unplugged performance in 1993. I hope you have both of these excellent songs in your catalog, but sending them along here just in case. Um, hope you are staying safe and staying healthy. In a commotion, driving me away, driving me backwards. Baby's getting uptight. Listen to a holler, listen to a heartbeat. Really getting louder. All right, that's the feelies. Let's move on to the meat puppets. It's tough to choose uh, who the winner is when it's not only a title fight for me, but it's also a first listen. So I don't know how to uh, I don't know how to go about that. They were both good. You know what? I gotta be honest with you. I have to hear that. I have to hear a little bit more. I have to hear a little bit of the feelies again. We're in a corner, causing a commotion. Uh huh, I like it. Moving right along. Alright, let me go to the meat puppets. I gotta be honest, they both make me feel good. Let me go back to the feelies. And then the meat puppets. And the feelies. And puppets. And feelies. And puppets. 
feelies. The puppets. All right. I'm going to go with the feelies. The feelies uh, is a little faster. There's a little more upbeat. But they're both good. Both good songs. Very good. I like them both. I enjoyed that very much. First listen title fight. Hmm. All right. Moving on. This gentleman hails from down under. Let's give it a listen. Pat Francis, it's Darren here listening from sunny Australia. I hope we hear from the star child today because I know he is a loyal listener to Rock Solid. So let's introduce this matchup. And I think we all know the result for this one. In the purple corner, we have the star child. Today he'll be wearing his easy as it seems costume. Watch out for star child's special move. It's called the shandy stink face. Now in the green corner... We have three lads from Down Under that call themselves Silverchair. Their special move today is called the Frog Stomp. Today's battle is tomorrow versus tomorrow. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! Your silver chair. Look at that. Look at that matchup. Kiss against Silverchair. Now look. Unmasked. I think that used to be like a much maligned album, but now, over the years, I think people really dig it. It's definitely the most poppy album Kiss ever made, and I love it. I really, really love it. It's, it's, it's a, for me, it's a great album. No Peter Chris on it. So that's good. Uh, Paul's songs are all great. Uh, I think Ace's songs are all great. I know people don't like a couple of those. Torpedo Girl and a couple of those. You know, Ace is a lunkhead. Okay, so, you know, that's what happens. But Tomorrow, written by Paul Stanley, one of Paul's best songs, I think. Let's see if we can channel Paul. Let's see. Let's see. If Paul can tell us who wins. 
Let me tell you something, people. This is Paul Stanley from Kiss. That's right, Kiss. Let me tell you something. Chair is very good. I like this song. It's from their album called Silverchair. That's like Kiss. Our first album was called Kiss. We're not original. We just put on makeup. All right, look. I love Unmasked. That's great. Everyone loves it. My songs are great. Peter's songs are not there, so that's great. Gene has some good songs. Ace is good. And Tomorrow's one of the best. So for me, if you go head-to-head, Tomorrow versus Tomorrow, I gotta go with Tomorrow by Kiss. Very nice. Very nice. Always strange to do that with no one in the room to uh, give you an accolade, maybe a smile. Even if they just give you the finger. Something. I need something sometimes. All right, moving on. Do I know either one of these bands? Nope, two bands I've never heard of. And that's cool. That's cool. Again, I'll call it a first listen title fight. Here we go. Hi, guys. It's Norwegian Viking Ronnie signing in again just to participate in title fight because I think that's a great topic, one of my favorite topics uh, of all um, in uh, the Rock Solid podcast. And uh, this time I would like to introduce you to some Norwegian music, of course. Have to, I have to do that. I'm obligated. Whenever I can, I have to play some Norwegian music, of course, uh, because... Not a lot of Norwegians are known outside of the little country of Norway, except Aha, of course, which most of you know, I guess. Uh, This time I would like to bring up a Norwegian band called Big Bang. They have a huge following online in social media, uh, partly due to the fact that uh, a hugely popular K-pop band is also named Big Bang, so a lot of people follow the Norwegian band Big Bang and think they're following the popular K-pop band. Big Bang has also toured in the US. The founder and main songwriter is Stein Greni. He lives part-time in Los Angeles. And um, a funny story about Big Bang's first gig in the US was uh, that only two people come to see the show. And those two got into a fight. So they got all thrown out. So it's zero people in the audience. But they gave it all anyway. So <laughs> that's a little story about Big Bang. They have a quite cool song called uh, Wild Bird, and I would like to pair that up with the 70s classic by um, the Dutch band George Baker Selection, uh, mostly known by the song Little Green Bag, which became a huge hit in the early 90s after it was um, uh, used in the Quentin Tarantino movie Reservoir Dogs, of course. So Big Bang's uh, Wild Bird versus George Baker Selection, Wild Bird. Here we go. All right, moving on to George Baker selection. You are just a wild bird playing in the silver sky. I'm a tree that waits for you to let you rest around. 
while You can hide here if you want For winter storm and snow In the shelter of my arms You let your feelings show Here we go. Let me tell you something. That George Baker selection song sounds uh, very much like a super sound of the 70s song. So I did enjoy that very much. But for me, the song I enjoyed more was Wild Bird by Big Bang. But uh, Ronnie, both of those good. Thank you so much for participating. Uh, And uh, I I can't believe... uh, where the listeners come from sometimes all over the planet. Kind of cool. That's what's cool about podcasting. Eh, there's a lot of stuff cool about it, but that's cool. All right, here we go. This looks like it's going to be a battle Royale. Three bands enter one band leaves. This will be tough. Here we go. Hey Pat, it's Eric Amundsen from Minnesota again. My title fight is a three-way bout between Alphaville, Rod Stewart, and because it's me, Bob Dylan. The song is Forever Young. Looking over the lyrics for Alphaville's version, it seems like it's an anti-nuke song, which is great, but Alphaville has never really done much for me. On the other hand, I've always thought Rod Stewart's Forever Young was kind of a rip-off of Dylan's, and apparently Stewart's people agreed because, after completing the song, they sent it to Dylan's people, which is why Stewart and Dylan share writing credits and royalties. Anyway, I'm a dad whose babies have both grown up and left the nest, and this song about wishing your kids would stay young forever, but knowing that's not the way things work out, well, makes me more than a little bit teary. Here you go, Forever Young. Let's dance in sky, let's dance for a while. Haven't couldn't wait, we're only watching the skies. Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Are you gonna drop the bomb or not? Let us die young or let us live forever We don't have the power but we never say never Sitting in a sandpit, life is a short trip The music's for the sad man Can you imagine when this race is won Turn our golden faces into the sun Praising our leaders, we're getting in tune The music's played by the, the madman Right, that's Alphaville. Let's move on to Rod Stewart. Now Bob Dylan. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. 
stars and climb on every rung and may you stay sounding great on that from 1974 yeah you can get mad at me when i say when dylan could still really sing that voice is great uh all those songs are a 10 in my book i i always forget about that alphaville song but for me rod stewart this this album that came out in 1988 out of order was such a fantastic album. I mean, I just loved it from the beginning. As soon as I heard it, I loved everything about it. And I still love it to this day. And the video for Forever Young with Rod Stewart in the back of the pickup truck with the with the kid who, you know, I, I assume is, you know, supposed to be his son or else they've kidnapped a kid, in which case that's a completely different, uh, completely different storyline that I didn't pick up on until right now. But uh, all songs great, but the winner for me is uh, Mod the Rod. Or is it Rod the Mod? Either way, they're Rod and they're Mod. He's still got that hair. Still rocking that hair. Not a wig, not a toupee, folks. That is Rod Stewart's hair. All right, I'm going through the list because I've been jumping around a little bit. I've been playing some stuff out of order. I want to make sure that everyone is covered. God, if I miss one, I feel terrible. I'd feel, well, I wouldn't feel terrible. I'd just play it next time. All right, here's a guy. We've been doing much file sharing since we've been cooped up in quarantine. If I'm looking for something, he usually has it. If he's looking for something, I usually have it. And if neither one of us has it, we go to a couple of other guys that we've been file sharing with. Because again, you know, we want to own all the music. Let's listen to this guy. He's going to be playing a band from... Uh, from Pennsylvania. It's one of his uh, one of his picks. Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Joe Reynolds from Philly. The song title I picked is Rescue Me. Now, I could have easily made this a cage match with seven different Rescue Me's by seven different artists out of my iTunes library. Very, very common title. But I narrowed this down to the Hooters from Philly and Buck Cherry who I don't recall ever hearing on Rock Solid. They're such an underrated, hard rockin' band. Now, the Hooters song is from 1982 and only appeared as a B-side on independent, locally released 45 single. Its production is certainly dated and hints a bit at their early ska roots. The Buck Cherry song is a rocker from 2008's Black Butterfly album and part of the Guitar Hero video game series. I think there's a clear-cut winner here, but I'll leave it up to Pat to decide. Thanks, guys. I broke your heart by playing a foolish game. You threw me out, oh, you'll never do that to me again.
Cheers to Buck Cherry. All right, the Hooters versus Buck Cherry. If these two bands meet in an alley, who wins like in a fight, in a real fight? I think we know. I think we know who would win that fight. Uh, the Hooters was a big band uh, when I was in uh, college because they're from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area, I believe. And, um, and I'd never heard this Rescue Me song. But for me, that song doesn't have any of the elements that I like about the Hooters. So immediately I wasn't, uh, I wasn't thrilled with that tune. And then from the album, black butterfly from 2008, Holy fuck. Buck cherry. Fuck cherry is what I call them. That's how bucking good they are. I, uh, that's a pun. Is that a pun? Uh, that wins Joe. I don't know what you thought won. I bet you thought Buck Cherry wins too because you, you you threw that in that we never play them on the show or we've never played them. And uh, I guess that could be true. I don't remember ever playing them. Maybe Kyle did. Maybe someone did. But uh, that song's a killer. And now I got to hear that album. So good title fight, Joe. And I know Joe loves the Hooters. I know he does. What do we got? I'm looking through my list. Are we almost done? Are we coming up on our last one? through. I don't want to miss anyone. Remember, you still have time. You, you have, I'll, I'll, I'll go a little bit longer. You have until Friday evening at midnight to send me your breakup song. Record your audio intro and your bit breakup song. Tell me why you picked that song to make you think of a breakup or do you just like the song or do you just like the artist, whatever it is. You tell me why you picked that song. All right, it looks like it looks like the last person is someone who's co-hosted the show many times. She gets very emotional about the music because she loves it so much. She loves it so much. And um, here we go. Let's see. Let's take it away. You know who it is. You know who it is. From the Story Worthy Podcast. Hey guys, it's Christine Blackburn for Rock Solid, and I have taken on the challenge to choose two songs with the same name. So we're going to hear the song Country Girl, first performed by Primal Scream, and it was off their album called Riot City Blues. It was a damn good song, and uh, it was released May 22nd, 2006. Uh, Now this album reached number five on the UK album charts but it did get mixed reviews. Anyway, I love this song. So I think it's refreshing. I think it's a, just a cool rock and roll song. So check it out, you guys. Country Girl by Primal Scream. Never get to bed. 
never get to heaven Never get to cool that you stop paying the dues Yeah What can a papa do? Better go back to your mama She'll take care of you Right now, let's get to the real reason why I chose this song, Country Girl, because it is one of my very, very favorite Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young songs, uh, specifically Neil Young. Of course, you know I love Neil Young, and it's off their album Deja Vu from 1970, and uh, I want Pat to play the last part of the song. It's my very favorite part. Uh, but, the, but the song is broken up into three distinctive song segments. The first segment was based on a song that Neil had written back in 1967 and hadn't even released it. And then the second section was a song that Neil had recorded with Buffalo Springfield, which also hadn't been released. And that was actually eventually released on the Buffalo Springfield 2001 box set. That second section they called Down, Down, Down. That's the name of that. But it's the final section that really gets my attention. And that's the section that's entitled Country Girl, I Think You're Pretty. And it's just so beautiful and so melodic. And uh, it's just, it's such a simple song, yet it's just also so romantic. And he says the line, Country Girl, I Think You're Pretty, only one time. But yet, I've probably listened to that in my lifetime like 500 times because it's just... It's just like all of a sudden Neil Young just bursts out with this, you know, beautiful music and he uses this loud yearning voice and it's just, it's just lovely. Now, another thing interesting about Country Girl is that they use that wall of sound approach, which really gave it kind of a Phil Spector feel of like just complete sound. It's just a great song. It's simple, but it's also huge. So you guys uh, enjoy Country Girl. And uh, yeah, Pat, please start it at about 319 because that's where Neil's voice really kicks in.
Okay, you guys, thanks again for listening to Rock Solid. It's always nice to be a guest on the show. And if you get a second, head over to Storyworthy, my podcast, and give it a listen as well. Of course, you can always rate and review me if you really want to get on my good side. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, Christine Blackburn. Uh, yeah, go over, write, write reviews for all the podcasts. Write, write a review for uh, Travel Tales and Road Stories and Storyworthy and Rock Solid. You know, you're cooped up. Head over to iTunes. It takes a second. A couple of sentences. And, you know, be honest. If you hate my rambling, say it. But then give me five stars. That's what I love. I love to read the review where it's like, blah, blah, hate it, blah, 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 five stars. Uh, okay, that was Title Fight, folks. So thanks a lot for uh, participating. I appreciate that you guys uh, are sending in songs and recording audio clips, and it's, uh, it's good. It's good. And this is, um, this is our Thursday episode, but I know it feels like one of our bonus episodes because it's a little more loosey-goosey. But... Uh, this coming Monday, another bonus episode. We got breakup songs. Please send them. I need them. I don't have many. I don't have many right now. So send some. And then uh, Thursday, we'll get back with our normal episodes. One that Kyle and I recorded before the lockdown when him and his lovely wife, Marissa, were here visiting. And that'll be a kiss track by track of Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over, and Love Gun. Uh, tomorrow's prize for the Patreon will be a couple of t-shirts. You can head over to estoymerchandise.com, click on the rock solid link, and you can decide which t-shirt you want and which size you want. And I'll just give away like, uh, I'll give away like, you know, two t-shirts and then you guys can decide which one you want and then I'll get them to you. All right. That's it. Uh, I don't have a, um... I didn't have a uh, playout song, but then as this episode was going on, I was recording it. I just wanted to uh, play something for uh, for a friend of ours, a friend of mine, and a friend of uh, Mike Siegel's. Uh, our friend John Bongiorno passed away this this past week, and uh, he was my roommate in Chicago for two and a half years. And uh, me, Mike, and John lived together for uh, uh, half a year, and then uh, and then Mike and John lived together for years and years, and moved to New York and lived together there too. And this wasn't anything COVID related; it was just um, it was it was uh, it was a heart attack, and uh, it was obviously unexpected, as John is you know my age and in good health, and you know a great dad, a loving father, and just a good guy. I mean. This is a guy who, um, you know, he walked into a room and uh, everyone was his best friend. You know, he'd light up the room and remembered people's names and just, you know, this was just a really, this was a tough one. This was really tough. And um, and John and I hadn't uh, really spoke or, or had any, um, you know, communication for like 25 years. And then last, uh, last year when he was out on business, me, him and Mike went out and it was just like old times. And, um, you know, we have kids the same age and, uh, and it's just, uh, it's just, you know, there's enough stuff happening. And then, and then something like this, which is unexpected and extremely, extremely sad. So we're, we're going to miss our friend, John Bongiorno and Mike and John were, were, 
super close, super, super close. So, uh, send in some good thoughts out to Mike and, uh, John loved music and he loved, uh, he loved Levon Helm. And I think he went to see Levon many times cause John lived up in the, the Woodstock area. He would see Levon play. And so I'm just gonna put this song out there for, for John Bongiorno dedicated to you and dedicated to your family. And this is the band and this is up on Cripple Creek. So everyone stay safe, healthy and well. Give your loved ones a hug. Tell them you love them. Uh, and just, uh, you know, stay safe. Thanks. When I get off of this mountain, you know where I want to go. Straight down the Mississippi River to the Gulf of Mexico. Just to come on by If there's anything that she could do Up on Cripple Creek She sends me If I spring a leaf She mends me I don't have to speak as she defends me A drunkard stream If I ever did see one Good luck had just stung me To the racetrack I did go Dream if I ever did.